Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 23 of Soul Food titled Good Opinions. In this episode, inshallah, we're going to talk about looking for the good in others. We'll talk about the spiritual benefits of husnul dhan, of having a good opinion of others. And finally, we'll talk about a story of Imam Abdul Qadir al Jilani and two travelers. So, having a good opinion of others is a very powerful virtue that we need to work hard to implement in our lives and actualize within ourselves. It's something that's a little bit foreign to much of the way that we live in the modern world. And everything that we've been covering so far in this book has been about removing the veils from our inner sights. So it's something that requires effort and we really need to understand and commit to. So as Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim, may Allah be well pleased with him, then says, You must have a good opinion of all Muslims. And they are those who have said, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. So this is a good opinion that's afforded especially to brothers and sisters in faith. And we're going to talk about understanding that at various levels. But this is a special degree that we have to give those who are already within the sphere of Iman and people who believe in Allah and His Messenger. The Prophet ﷺ, he teaches us that we don't judge people according to the way that they merely look. What does that mean? Is that if someone looks impressive and looks like they might be pious or special, there very well might be truth to that. But if someone is not really noticeable and is inconspicuous and is very simple, that isn't an indication that they don't have a special rank with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith narrated by Muslim, Perhaps a person who is disheveled and dust-covered, they look very uh, worn out, disheveled and dust-covered, and is turned away from people's doors. If the person came and knocked on someone's door, they wouldn't even want to answer their door. It might be that a person who looks like this, if he swears by Allah, Allah would fulfill it for him. If he says, I swear by Allah that this and this is going to happen, because that person is so beloved to Allah, he would fulfill that oath that uh, he said. So once again, it's a person who might seem insignificant outwardly. Their looks could be deceiving, but you don't know their place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is why you have to have a good opinion of people. And you have to look for the good in people. And you look at potentially where they could be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
in His absolute knowledge. Maybe even today they are not doing so well, but who is this person ultimately in the grand scheme of things with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So as we mentioned that having husnadhan, having a good opinion, is a special right that's afforded to Muslims on the basis of iman. And it's also applied generally to other people as well. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to guide this person and grant him or her the highest levels of iman. And when we have a good opinion of others and we look for the good in others, it protects us from arrogance and from thinking that any one of us is better than someone else. Imam al-Ghazali radiyallahu anhu, he has a beautiful breakdown of how we can have a good opinion of all different kinds of people in his book, Bidayatul Hidayah, The Beginning of Guidance. He says, You should not look at any other person without seeing that he is better than you, that his merit surpasses yours, and see yourself as nothing. So if you see someone who's a child, you should say to yourself, This child has not transgressed against Allah, and I have. So certainly he is better than me. So if you look at a child, you might say if someone is afflicted with that nafsani inclination towards arrogance, they would say, this is a child. This child hasn't achieved anything in his or her life. But then Imam al-Ghazali says, no, the way that you look at it is to say, this child has never transgressed against Allah and I have. So that's the way that you have a good opinion, even of that young child. And then he says, if you see an older person, so on the opposite side, say to yourself, this person is better than me. He has been worshiping Allah longer than I have. So mashallah, how many Ramadans have they experienced? How many Laylatul Qadr, uh, Laylatul Qadrs have they uh, stood in worship and been granted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this person is better than me. If you see a knowledgeable person, you should say to yourself, this person has been given what I have not been given and has reached in rank what I have not reached. And he knows things that I am ignorant of. So how can I be like him? How can I gain knowledge in order to be respected and honored in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not with creation, like this knowledgeable person. So that's the way that you have a good opinion of someone of knowledge. But then what then of an ignorant person? He says, if you see an ignorant person say, this person has transgressed against Allah Most High in ignorance, while I have done so knowingly. So Allah's proof against me is even greater. And what do I know about how my final state at death will be and how his final state at death will be. Maybe he will gain knowledge and his state will improve with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I don't know my own state. Then finally, Imam al-Ghazali says, if you see an unbeliever, say, I don't know, maybe he will become a Muslim, and his life will be sealed with the best of deeds, and uh, his Islam, he will leave the world free of sin. If he dies upon Islam, as for me, Allah could allow me to go astray so that I become one of the disbelievers and my life could be sealed with the worst of deeds. So in every situation, you can look at the good in other people, potentially where they are, and you can also protect yourself from assuming that you're better than them.
in all of these different scenarios. So that brings us to the next point, the spiritual benefits of husnadhan, the spiritual benefits of having a good opinion of others. You know, scholars say that having a good opinion, when you go out into the world and you see different people and you think the best of them, maybe their state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be greater than mine will ever be. Maybe this ignorant person will gain knowledge. Maybe this disbeliever will believe. Maybe this disobedient Muslim will repent and all of their states will be good with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is like an elixir for your heart. That is like a cure for so many different kinds of spiritual diseases and it protects your heart and illuminates your heart. And there are certain types of direct knowledge of Allah, of ma'rifah, that only come through having a good opinion of others. There is certain knowledge that comes to you only by way of having a good opinion of others. A person who has a good opinion of others benefits even if he's wrong in his good opinion. I believe that this person is a good person even if I'm wrong because I've had that good opinion for Allah's sake, it's of benefit. And a person who has a bad opinion of others, thinks the worst of others, he loses out even if he's correct, even if his opinion is spot on. Why? Because he's closed his heart to the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants people of good opinions. And the scholars say, المدد حسب المشهد that Allah gives you spiritual assistance according to your perspective. So if you have a good opinion, then you receive it. So we should have a good opinion of others and think the best of them. But that doesn't mean that we don't have discernment. That doesn't mean that we are gullible. We should still have discernment. And if we're in a situation where we have to trust someone or we have to entrust them with our own well-being, then we have to give that trust in accordance with that person's level of integrity. So we verify and we discern. And if we don't have to trust that person, then we can easily think the best of them and hope the best for them. So this brings us to the final point, the story of Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jailani radiallahu anhu and the two travelers. Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jailani, one of the exemplars, one of the great imams of this ummah. He went out when he man with two other people to go visit one of the elect servants of Allah, one of the awliya, what is called in Arabic, the awliya. And as they were waiting for this man, this sheikh, to come out to them, uh, they began talking about their intentions for coming. They started asking one another, what do you want out of this visit? What are you really seeking? So one of the other companions, he said, you know, I want to test the sheikh. I want to really see if he's one of the awliya, if he's one of these special elect servants of Allah or not, if he's one of the knowers of Allah. And I want to see the extent of his knowledge, so I'm going to ask him a question just to see how he answers it. So then the second man, he said, you know, I, I haven't come to test him, but I just want to observe his state. I just want to see what he's like. You know, I just want to see if he has these special qualities and so forth. Then they asked Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jailani and he said, I sought him out for Allah's sake and I came here seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through visiting him and loving him for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake. So then the shaykh comes out and immediately he speaks to each of them. He says to the first man, 
He said, you came here to test us. And you wanted to ask about such and such a question. And the answer is thus. And I foresee that you will die as a disbeliever. And that's actually what happened. The man, he fell in love with a non-Muslim woman. So they made it a condition in order for him to marry her that he had to leave Islam. And he did so and he died in that state. Why? Because he had a bad opinion of someone who is uh, honored and beloved with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then he says to the second man, you came here just to observe me and see what I'm like. And I foresee that you will be up to your ears in the dunya. That you will be up to your ears in the dunya. And the second man, he became a judge. And he was overwhelmed with people's problems and troubles and disputes. And he was up to his ears in issues of the dunya. Then the sheikh says to Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jailani, he said, you came to see us for Allah's sake and you had a good opinion of us. It is as if I can see you attaining a rank above all of the awliya, above all of the elect servants of Allah, and I can see that you are sitting on a chair in Baghdad and you are calling people and inviting them to Allah and teaching them and guiding them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jalani, his story is well known and he's one of the great Imams and it was as the Sheikh said. So this shows that through having a good opinion of others and thinking well of others, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens up doors of goodness for you. And Allah subhanahu fills your heart with special kinds of knowledge and iman and guidance and light. And one with the caveat that as long as you don't have to necessarily entrust yourself to that person or engage in something that requires a high level of trust, then you have to verify that person's integrity. And even then you can do that with adab and with good manners and in a beautiful way. But if you don't have to do that, then think the best of everyone. And if you do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless your path and bless your heart and bless others as well through your good opinion of them. So this brings us to the call to action. Make a commitment in your life to only say good things about other people, to only talk about their good qualities. Everyone's a human being. You can say good and bad things about pretty much anyone, but make a commitment only to say uh, good things about them and only to speak about their positive qualities. Unless, of course, it's in a situation where you have to say something in order to protect people from harm. That's a different scenario, and even then to do that with wisdom. Uh, and generally, we should be people, if we want these high levels of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to accustom ourselves to saying beautiful things and to having good opinions of others. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and that He opens up all the doors of goodness for us and that He beautifies our hearts and allows us to see the beauty in others. Wasallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show. Yeah.